Hey there, this is Tanya Wright from thenaturalhomeschool.com, the place for homeschool and Montessori lovers ready to make themselves centered, organized teachers, nurture happy children, and create smooth and successful days. Let's get you closer to your transformation today. Welcome. All right, so let's get started with our lesson on what is circle time and why you should consider it for your Montessori environment and your homeschool. Remember, this is not just for Montessori. Anybody that is interested in doing uh, circle time can do it. And even if you are a teacher at day, daycare or um, you're doing it in maybe Sunday school at church in the nursery, you can do circle time anywhere. So let's get to it and talk about what it is. You might want to take notes. Let me just let, uh, tell you right now because this is going to be a really good topic. So what is circle time? Let me know in the comments if you have ever tried circle time before or if you are wanting to try it out, if you are interested in finding out more um, things that have worked for you that you have included in circle time and all of that as I go along in the, the training uh, some of you might be brand new to it. You're like, what is circle time? Are we drawing circles? No, it's not drawing circles. It is a time when you can meet as a bigger group. So if you have a group of children in your daycare, in your Montessori environment, in your homeschool, you meet together. Uh, some people call it calendar time, but there is so much more than just calendar during calendar time. So I want to talk to you about what circle time is. And this is a time where if you know Montessori, it is mostly independent work, one-on-one -on -one with the Montessori guide or the teacher. But circle time is a time where you can take advantage of meeting as a whole group. And there are so many benefits to it that you won't want to give it a try. I'm telling you right now, it is a priceless feature that you can offer in your learning. And there are so many different things that you can do in your learning as a group, which is not necessarily um, the general Montessori practice. But Montessori did include circle time in her schedule. So let's talk about that. It can be one meeting per day or you can break it up into two smaller meetings. So you can have one first thing in the morning just to get everybody situated, everybody, make sure that everybody is in on time and all of that. Or you can do one short one in the morning and one short one at the end of the day. There are other options though. You could do one first thing in the morning and the other one right before lunch or right after lunch. It is. It can be used as a really great transitional activity. So the circle time first thing in the morning gets you started for the day and then maybe you want to do one right after lunch or right before lunch. It kind of transitions you into the afternoon or you might want to do a short one at the end of the day where everything is winding down after a whole day of learning and that is where you can solidify whatever things were learned that day just to kind of review, reiterate, you know how that goes. Parents pick up their children, they're like, hey, what did you learn today? And kids go, uh, nothing <laughs> because they don't remember. There was just so much that happened throughout the day that they haven't quite digested it. They're just ready to go home. 
And so that end of the day circle time can help them remember everything that happened during the day, things that they went through that they learned and all of that. So it's a really good opportunity to solidify what happened that day. And if you are in the Montessori uh, philosophy or using the Montessori method, you know that circle time is an opportunity to help normalize children. Why? Because what is normalization? It is a term that Maria Montessori came up with and she used quite a bit. It has nothing to do with being normal or abnormal. We've discussed this before in uh, my five my free five-day workshop, which another one is coming up pretty soon. I will give you all the details about it. And so uh, it normalization has to do with children being adapted in the Montessori environment. And you can use circle time as a tool that will get those children closer to the normalization. Normalization equals adaptation equals um, just being, yeah, being adapted to the Montessori environment. It also has to do with children getting closer to independence. Why? Because you have given them the steps towards independence. They know the routine. They know that it's important to be consistent in certain things. There's an order to things, uh, to certain activities. So that is the step to normalization. And you can use circle time to reiterate those things. So let's go to slide number two. Why? Why should you consider circle time for your Montessori environment? If you haven't tried it, I highly recommend that you give it a try. I talk really in depth about it inside the Montessori Way Foundations framework, which is a framework, a program that I have created. It's a six month program uh, that I will talk to you a little more about in a little bit. And it guides you through not just the what and the why, but the how. I give you all the tools that you need to get your circle time set up and ready to go successfully, because that's the whole point. You want that transformation, right? So why you should consider circle time for your Montessori environment. And like I said, you can use this in your homeschool as well. Number one, it is the chance for extroverted children to thrive. If you know the Montessori method is a lot of alone time working ind independently and individually or one-on-one -on -one with the Montessori guide or the Montessori teacher. And so there isn't as much time for social interaction. Um, and circle time is a great time to socialize, to get together, to share, to talk, to do things that you wouldn't normally do during your Montessori schedule or your Montessori day. So that is a great chance for extroverted children to get their wiggles out, right? To, to express their feelings, to share with their friends, to make new friends and everything. And then the second point is that it is an opportunity for introverted children to grow in their interpersonal relationships because... Even though they are not forced to participate in circle time, they will still want to be a part of it because of the fun that you create during that time. And it helps those introverted children to uh, make friends, to know how to interact socially, to connect with their peers, and to also show a little bit about them because, you know, there might be a little bit of a show and tell time and things like that. So let me know in comments what you think about circle time, if you have tried it, how you liked it, what you have tried. And if you haven't tried it at all, then this is a great training for you to know what it is and why it's important for you to consider. Okay. So uh, in the meantime, I am going to, as you comment, 
I'm going to show you a little video. Thank you for listening to the show. Stay tuned for more. Have you been wondering how to go about doing Montessori successfully or learn more about this wonderful method? Are you lost when it comes to planning Montessori lessons and know how to help children with this wonderful method? Are you constantly doubting yourself, not being sure you're presenting the lessons correctly to a child no matter what subject it is? Are you ready to become a centered, organized Montessori guide and nurture happy, normalized children? What about loving the idea to know how to create smooth, successful Montessori days? Let me introduce you to the Montessori Way Foundations Framework, a six-month journey to a firm foundation in the Montessori method. Visit us at thenaturalhomeschool.com slash T-M-W-F-F. All right, so I don't know why I didn't show the last slide, but I am going to fix that up and make sure that it works for you. I can share it in the comments below. Uh, it is my framework and it has been helping 23 wonderful clients that want to get on their way to successful, uh, smooth and successful Montessori days because we go in depth into the foundations of the Montessori philosophy. If you don't understand the foundations, then you will not understand why you're supposed to be teaching the lessons that in the way that they're, that they're supposed to be taught, right? A lot of people have questions. Why does Montessori teach the lesson this way? Why is it presented that way? Why do, do they use these types of materials? Well, the foundations of the Montessori philosophy tells you exactly why. And I explain all of that in the Montessori philosophy and the framework. So if you are interested, be sure to join the wait list to learn more. And it is thenaturalhomeschool.com slash T-M-W-F. T-M-W-F-F. I am going to um, put it right here in the ticker at the bottom so you can see it if you want to join the wait list and learn more about it. All right, so now let's go to the third slide. This is the third slide. Why you should consider circle time for your Montessori environment. It is an opportunity for children to learn public speaking skills and leadership as well. Did you know that you can use circle time to teach leadership, to teach public speaking, to teach um, coordination in terms of coordinating activities, giving children leadership uh, positions to help you during circle time? You can select helpers for the day. You can help uh, helpers. You can get helpers for a calendar. You can get helpers if you have a certain lunch routine or or a recess time off routine. Anything that children can help you with, this will be a great opportunity for them. And circle time is also an opportunity to tackle important topics. So, what happens if there is a rule? that is constantly broken in the environment. You tackle it during circle time. What happens if there is a, a recurring problem in terms of somebody not using a Montessori work correctly or not putting it back on the shelf or any housekeeping issues that are going on that you help children uh, move towards independence? 
you tackle it during circle time. So you discuss rules, you discuss routines, you make it fun though. There are a lot of fun elements in circle time. So it's not a boring meeting. It is a lot of fun. There is show and tell, there can be songs, there can be, um, if you feel like there is an activity, I don't know, like a science experiment and children are not going to be able to work on it independently, say the erupting volcano experiment. It's great with the vinegar and the and the baking soda and all that, but they can't operate it on their own. Well, circle time is a great way to do it together as a group. So everybody benefits from it without you having to keep refilling the items or without you being stuck at the volcano table all day long because children want to keep trying it over and over and over and they need supervision for that particular activity. So you don't want them to miss out on it. But at the same time, you have to be smart about your time and you cannot spend all of your day by the volcano table because the children want to try it out all day long, one by one or in small groups. So you tackle it during circle time. And if it is very, very, uh, popular, you might want to try it again. If you do two circle times, you do the morning one, you present it there, children are wowed by it. Maybe they can still come by the table and analyze it and look at it. You can have other volcano uh, information or cards or things there, but the actual experiment that requires the supervision can be done by you as a group during circle time. So that is just one idea on how you can uh, use circle time to benefit you without it being boring. So let me know what you think. If there are any ideas that come to mind now that we're talking about circle time, you can read books, you can um, teach songs, you can recite poetry, you can let children do show and tell. You can do a lot, a lot, like literally all of your grace and courtesy curriculum during circle time, because usually with grace and courtesy, you need more than one person to interact, right? So if you're teaching them how to shake hands, how to sneeze, how to blow their nose, how to open and close the door, how to knock on a door politely and things like that, or even answer the phone, all those things require more than one person. So you can definitely tackle almost your entire grace and courtesy curriculum during circle time. So this is the end of our training right now. I want to uh, just reiterate to you that this training is going to be available for replay if you want to watch it again and take notes. You can also comment later if you're watching the replay and you have questions about circle time, you can post your questions and I will be happy to answer. And I love the interaction. I love for you to share with me if you have tried it, if you're planning on trying it, what your plan is, things that you're wanting to include in your circle time, what has worked, what hasn't worked, and all of that. I am really, really open to listening to whatever you have to say because I love the interaction. I want to know what you're thinking and if this is helping you, okay? So I am going to be signing off and I will see you in the I appreciate you sharing time with me today. You have tons of choices about what you're listening to, and I love that you chose the Natural Homeschool Show. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Until next time, this is Tanya Wright with the naturalhomeschool.com. I hope that you will use this training to create solutions that will bring about smooth, successful days for you. Let's get you closer to that transformation today.